Prologue Royal Edward Dock, Bristol, 1926 The young woman, known only as Smith, looked from her friend to her lover, who faced each other across the yard. She shivered, and it had little to do with her drenched clothing, though the rain had lost its softness now and was plinking off pipes, splashing on stone and corrugated iron, and muffling the familiar night sounds of the nearby railway. Her attention was all on Jenny and Victor, who did not speak, though their eyes and their stances said it all. Brother and sister they might be, but tonight they confronted one another as enemies, and tonight neither one of them would back down. At twenty-six, Jenny Lyons was the undisputed queen of the North Twenty, women selected for their charm, wit and grace, who had their own specialisms, but who had also become skilled pickpockets under newcomer Smith's tutelage. They brazenly went about town on the arms of unknowing victims, in full view of the public they sought to relieve of their valuables. Nowhere was a safe place to hide money or trinkets when the twenties were on the whiz. Not bags, purses, coat pockets or wardrobes. Not cars, safes, shops or even banks. Clothing and vehicles were regularly taken too, while their owners were otherwise engaged in witty conversation with a beguiling companion. Occasionally, one of the twenties would fall foul of the local constables, but the monthly sum each member paid into the syndicate easily paid for solicitors or fines, and had also greased an influential palm or two. This slippery but successful practice had naturally come to the attention of the newly founded Docklands mob, who'd forced out their rivals, now named the Redcliffe Cavers, and whose alliance with the Twenties worked well for both syndicates. The Dockers lent their muscle and credible threats where needed, and the Twenties applied their own particular skills to the Dockers' scams when more subtlety was required. Several of the Twenties had even found romantic matches among the Docklands mob. Jenny was naturally drawn to Ronnie Jackson, the Dockers' leader, and Smith herself had fallen for Ronnie's right-hand man, Victor, who was also Jenny's brother. The four of them shared a house in the fashionable part of town, and the excitement and financial rewards of their activities made for heady and often hedonistic times. But Smith had known from experience that times like that never lasted long, and she'd been right, because now everything had turned on its head, and in the worst way imaginable. Jenny had called a meeting that afternoon in their headquarters, an otherwise disused barn between Filton Airfield and the railway line. Twelve of the nineteen other members had been able to assemble on short notice, and Jenny sat on the table at the front, swinging her legs and studying each of them in turn. She spent so long just looking that several of the girls began to shift in their seats, and Smith grew tense too, particularly when Jenny dismissed two of the girls with a simple nod towards the door. She seemed to be assessing her gang for their trustworthiness, which meant this was big. They all had the motto embroidered on their handkerchiefs, Fides Omnia, loyalty is everything. But theory and practice are two very different things, and there was no telling what secret someone was hiding. If anyone knew that, it was Jenny Lyons. She hadn't become their syndicate queen by accident. The dockers have come up good, she said at length. Really good and fat, but they need our help for this one, and we owe them that for that time they broke up the fight down the barrels. 
Her gaze swept over the remaining ten girls once more, and then she pointed at Smith. I need you with me tonight. Wait behind after, all right? Smith nodded with outward calm. Her place was unquestionably at Jenny's side, but there was something more going on tonight, and she wondered if she'd feel the same when she knew what it was. Rest of you, Jenny went on. No questions, but we're going to need plenty of diversions later, especially around the docks. 7.30 onwards, you get those rosers pulling away from everywhere between King Edwards and the railway, got it? The twenties nodded, and after a few suggestions and some minor chit-chat, during which Smith's curiosity and unease climbed higher, she and Jenny were finally left alone in the musty-smelling barn. Jenny turned her assessing gaze on Smith once more and evidently made her decision. As guns. Smith kept her expression neutral and nodded, inwardly conflicted for the first time since she joined the twenties three years ago.